Hey guys, welcome back to 30 something with Sunny. I'm so glad you're here. Um, <laughs> today's guest is, it's my husband, Andrew, again. So quick backstory. I was looking through the podcast analytics and it turns out you guys really love hearing from my better half. Andrew's episode did so well that um, we had to do a repeat episode. So we talk all about, we talk a little bit more about dad life. We talk about marriage and relationships and how kids impact that dynamic. We talk about Andrew's just raging shoe and shopping addiction. Just kidding, it's not that bad. And many, many more um, embarrassing and funny personal anecdotes. So um, I told him to prepare, and then I kind of regretted it when he did because he had some hard-hitting questions at the end. But um, anyhow, I hope you guys enjoy, and um, here we go. This is Andrew. Well, 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 guys. So welcome back to 30-something. Um, like I said at the intro, I feel like this has to become a regular segment because my podcasts with Andrew are the most popular by like threefold from all the other ones that I put so much work and research into. Anyhow, welcome back to the podcast, babe. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't hear the intro. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but trade just... secret. I recorded the intro after the interview because I like to know what we talk about. But, you know, they will have heard your intro by now. <laughs> well, the only thing is, like, as we were sitting down, you were like, this isn't going to be a regular thing. <laughs> and then you just said, in the intro, it's going to be a regular thing. Well, I kind of want it to be, but I have to convince you because you are, like... How do I put this delicately? You're, like, a very... You're an introvert. We did that personality test once, the the one where you get like four letters assigned and it's either I or E for introvert or extrovert. And you and I were obviously completely opposite. I was extrovert, blah, blah, blah. And you were introvert. We were like polar opposites on all four of those letters. It was kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, welcome back. Um, we, oh gosh, I feel like we have to sort of lead off with this because it's on both of our minds. Can, can I lead off with something? Yeah, you can lead off with something. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> yes, babe. All right, well, a couple of things. First of all, on the last podcast. <laughs> By the way, he's scrolling through <laughs> on his notes on his phone. Multiple Go. people said to me, it was great, but she didn't let you talk very much, which is <laughs> typical. And then we were just talking about this this morning. Like, I have I had a busy morning. I got this note from her that says. <laughs> Don't read it. This is the second one with you, so it's less of an interview. Me asking you questions <laughs> like I don't know what an interview is. Then a back and forth. Don't be scared to hop in with your own thoughts and questions. Well, you're so quiet. I have some questions that I solicited from people that we will segue into in about <laughs> 10 minutes. But I'd like us to be able to have more of a back and forth than just me firing questions at you the whole time. Yeah. So I didn't have I mean, a... Oh, no. Then you tell me, be thinking about some recent... Okay. <laughs> I said, be thinking about things you want to talk about because... Okay. So you should go back and listen. I feel like... Uh, it's three or four episodes back by now, but you'll see it. But it felt I it felt very Barbara Walters. It felt very like Q and A, Q and A, which is great. But you have such a charming personality. I know, I'm, a, I'm a guest on your podcast, so babe, you are you're a guest star in my life. Just kidding. No, then also I'm the guest star in your life. Hang on, I went to your Instagram. Oh yeah, I've been soliciting questions there. Yeah, but the things that you were, you said you can't see the ones that I've gotten. I know, but so just still taking questions for tomorrow's podcast. Do you want to hear something? I'm dragging Andrew on again. <laughs> and then I, you got some pop-ups, so I can't see things. But you're talking about my shopping addiction. <laughs> Do you want to start there? Bath time. <laughs> legal questions. The kids. Yeah. So, okay. So when we went into this, I always like to bring Andrew on to get, like, the dad perspective on things. So that's always part of it. But you're a lawyer, and I thought, hey, maybe someone needs some free legal advice. Well, Have you gotten yourself into a bind? Call pound Andrew yeah, right now. <laughs> I don't think that's... That's not going to work, no. huh? You're not feeling very, um, you're not feeling very good Did about offering free legal advice. people ask you legal advice. questions? 
my whole family asks you legal oh, yeah, questions. Well, <laughs> Every time there's a, it's funny because I feel like people hear you're a lawyer and they just immediately, I mean, they ask you anything. It could be criminal related. It could be like related to renting. Yeah, so, it, it anything. never has anything to do with what I do. Which is, okay, yeah. So my it's family like, will call him and they'll be like, Andrew, listen, I'm going through the situation right, right now with a renter on one of my properties. What can I do legally? Andrew's like, well, I have to look up the Pennsylvania statutes. It's like asking your <laughs> podiatrist to do LASIK surgery on you. People hear lawyer, though, and they think you know everything. I know, but then even when you're like, that's not what I do, they're like, well, just let me know what you think. And it's like, I still don't know what to tell you. Like, I, this is what I think, but it, you should not listen to what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I should hire a lawyer who's licensed to practice. In your state. In your state. Yeah. And your subject matter. It's hard so. to be smart. You're really smart. People yeah. just go to you, like, right off the bat. Um, we had a crazy moment right before we came into the studio. I feel like this is a great segue to talk about parenting stuff. So our son just went to camp for the first time. Not a stay-away camp, but a day camp for soccer. Soccer camp. Cutest little guy ever. Cutest little guy ever. Um, and so we're, like, kind of on edge right now because um, we had a friend picking him up, and I'm the world's worst worrywart and he was like a little later getting home. I was checking in with the sitter to see if he was there yet while I'm driving to the studio here. And he wasn't home. And I, I, I don't know if this is my background in news, like having heard the craziest stories on a daily basis for like 15 years or if it's just my personality. But I, I automatically go worst case scenario. So I call Andrew and I'm like, I haven't heard anything about him. Do you think he's okay? And you respond with, what the fuck am I supposed <laughs> to do? Like, he, he's not lost in my office. Like, you, you freak me out. And there's absolutely nothing I can do. Like, I, I don't know this, who's picking him up. I don't know his number. I don't know his wife. I don't know what the deal is. I don't. And you just call and you're like, I have an emergency. It's, ca it's called bouncing things I off of I can't find your... our son. Yeah, but you do this all the time. It's like, I can't you know, get some control over the situation before you loop me in. Cause I've got nothing. You just want to feel like you make yourself feel better by like spreading it around. Like I'm going to be like, Oh, he's in my office. I didn't tell you. Like, <laughs> okay. I don't know where he is. Okay. And then you, yeah. Mm, no, so snippy. It's true though. I, I'm the type of person who likes to kind of, mm, what do I want to say? Like misery loves company. When I'm worried, I like to talk, I like to like a uh, powwow with my people. But that was... But he's okay, obviously. Oh, no, um, we, we still can't find him. We decided to do this he's, podcast. He's totally fine. That was the third in a series of... I, so I walk to Wawa for lunch probably four days a week next to my office. <clears throat> and you were telling me to like come up with anecdotes or water cooler talk. I think you called it about things that bother me or observations I have. And like classic classic lunchtime at Wawa happened to me and then you called me on the walk back with the news that our son's lost forever. <laughs> Temporarily MIA. What but was the, two the Wawa things story? That, the two things at Wawa <laughs> that like consistently blow my mind are the question, are you in line? Whereas I'm like standing <laughs> two back from the cash register with things to buy and in, my wallet out. In your hands. In my hands. And I'm like, Yes, I'm in line. Like, we, how, what? I don't understand. Like, how could I not be in line? Like, this is the definition of a line, and I'm standing in it. And there's a person in front of me, and you're behind me. Like, how could I? You know? And then this always gets me. Like, I'm kind of like, hey, you line up, and the next available person gets the next available register. Well, invariably, you know, they send another guy to open another register, and it's like this like pit row pole position where the guy in the back like runs up to the open <laughs> register and then there's like this little mini mutiny like hey get in line and the guy's like you know and it's like and the guy turned around and this is actually pretty funny he's like oh yeah go ahead you can pay first so we'll go wait in the same line for our sandwiches which was a good point and a pretty sharp comeback but 
it just tells me that he's consistently an asshole and he's done this before so that he am I allowed to yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So. I have a clean rating right now so we have to keep it to like three or below I think we're at two okay, right now two. yeah I'm, so I'll, I'm keep, two give me two. the give me and the last like one seven minutes in. <laughs> um, that was it yeah are you in line and cutting like cutting the line like just get right it. just you whoever's next gets to go right you know? Here, here's Pay the thing stuff. that I love about Andrew is that like um and I feel like I noticed this since the beginning of our relationship. You are someone who just views, you have observations about life that in little patterns that you notice and things. And you, you, you things push your buttons. Here's my <laughs> observation. Let me just go with the third. Oh, God. Let's make this a segment. Let's call this Andrew's Big Thoughts. It's called on. Don't Be an Asshole. That's <laughs> oh, my it. gosh. You stole my third <laughs> swear word. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, I feel like we should make that a segment. Andrew's big thoughts on, okay, so next time you're in line at a convenience store and someone opens up another register, defer to the guy in front of you. All right. Don't be that, um, don't be that a-hole. I want to transition into some questions. Okay. So we put this out there yesterday. Um, and some of these are like parenting related. Some of these are, hold on one second. Some of these are like, <laughs> I'm laughing at one that these I was These are specifically for me and not for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is a ver- a fairly innocuous question. Um, what couple activities do you like to do together? Because we were talking about marriage and, you know, like keeping things fun. So what is your favorite uh, thing we do? Like no kids involved. No kids? I mean, I like just walking to dinner. We're in this big thing. We have one of those bikes. Okay, this is embarrassing. We have one of those family bikes that has a big wooden box on the front and it's part electric it's like an actual bicycle but on the front it's it's sort of what is it like half electric half manual i don't know whatever and all four of us so me plus our three kids it's all of us in this box and andrew's driving driving this bike um oh goodness gracious that's my iWatch or my apple watch ringing um and drives us to dinner it's so like brady bunch but i love it it is fun did you ever think that you would be the that type of dad because you you have like a vibe about you that's like you know you know what you like you don't like to do dorky things and then we get married have a thousand kids and you're the guy riding the electric bike around the neighborhood well I love <laughs> how do the we bike. feel about this the kids lo- i love the bike because the kids love the bike the kids do love the bike yeah admittedly what's the most embarrassing thing you feel like the most like dad life thing that you've taken on since since this chapter started um i mean i don't i uh I don't do anything that's like obviously dad life. I don't think. Do I? We always talk about, <laughs> you know, I mean, we like drive a minivan around. We drive. That's oh my be, lord! Yeah, yeah. I, I willingly chose the minivan though. I love the minivan. I, that's like something coming from you because you're a self-professed like car nut. So when we were considering what to get when we found out we were pregnant with our third, I was like full on board with the minivan right away. And I was surprised that you were okay with it too. I mean, there was no like. Well, I knew it was going to be one of several cars, but yeah, I wouldn't like have it as my daily yeah. driver but yeah it's we, for we, what it is it's fantastic it's the best our kids the other day our daughter said i don't know if i told you this she goes ah this thing is turning into a trash can again <laughs> <laughs> i was like yes honey it is and i wonder why <laughs> there are pretzel like broken yeah. pretzel sticks Ham- all over hamburger the floor. patties let's are- ask what is the weirdest thing you've ever found on the bottom of my minivan like on the floor we found their old um Hash browns yeah, from ha- yeah, that's Chick-fil-A. Stuff. Yeah, lots of Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Some, um, man, what? Lollipop uh, sticks are big lately. Yeah, but I mean, that's all, you right. know, that's always there. That stuff's always there. But getting back to the question, though, I guess it, I like doing anything with you where we leave as soon as the baby, like, so typically the babysitter gets there at five. 
Mm-hmm. I want to leave at like 5.01. You always like start getting ready at 5, so yeah. you can't leave till like 6. I try my best. And then I don't want to be out any later until like I want to be home like two minutes after the kids are all asleep. Right. Because I still want to go to bed early. I, like I know. To, dad life, I do like to go to bed. That early. is a very dad life thing. And we do keep a pretty like normal schedule during the week. We're not up late. Like we really have to kind of take pick our spots with the sleep because it just doesn't happen. We need a new show. We need, I don't, oh, yeah. Let's put the call out. Yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. Go ahead. We just fil- uh, finished Billions this latest season. and We finished everything we've, we've, we've been watching for the last like two years. We finished it all in like the last three months. What else did we want? I have short-term well, like, just memory. all the other stuff. I know. What like, is our other favorite show, though? I feel like we, we just wrapped another one up. Yellowstone was awesome. Oh, Yellowstone. That starts soon. Um, Hell on Wheels was awesome. Hell on Wheels was great. It's better when you start watching something where there's a long runway. Like Hell on Wheels had already been done for and Right. It's pretty obscure too, so it's not like you know all about it. Right. Know. Yeah, we need um we, we need some new suggestions. So at me. At me, friends, with some suggestions there. Because those two shows we started are rotten. <laughs> Don't mention them. I'm still watching them. Um they're kind of girlyish. Well, let's just say what they were. I feel like, you know, it's not like Hollywood's listening. Imposters was one we started. It was this show about this group of imposters I'd they went around shocked. living fake lives and I, I ended up watching the whole thing did I tell I was, you no I think they just like stopped that show like mid episode like everyone on the show was like you know what never mind <laughs> this is horrible just let's all walk away and be done with this um, and then What If which stars Renee Zellweger which by the way has gotten like zanier and zanier so be thankful you tuned out of that I like it but it, yeah what if Netflix made a horrible show <laughs> Let me just put a little hypothetical out there. Okay, here's another question. Um, what is the biggest stereotype? This is another dad life. Stereotype about being a working dad that you, oh, that you find yourself doing. Well, that we kind of covered that. Don't worry about that. Do you leave clothes on the floor? Yeah. Well, only in my closet. I mean, my dirty clothes is like the floor. I don't yeah. like walk around my room and throw them everywhere. I know a lot of women who complain all the time about like, you know, my husband he gets in the shower and he takes his clothes off and like leaves them right on the floor. And no, I the you kid, you, you do that with the kids and then I pick them up all the time. But I'm <laughs> like, yeah. The thing that drives me nuts about our bathroom routine is Andrew's so big thoughts on have about like that a, 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 a double vanity. I'm just coming out guns you, blazing. You today. are, man. Did you have like a triple espresso before you walked I, in? Yeah, I you did. You're making me well, a little anyway. over here. <laughs> but so you always trash my sink. Like I've never put anything near your sink, but I come there's a dirty towels in my sink and this uh, and that. It's just you're always yeah, stacking well, stuff up on my sink. And then here's a spoiler alert. It's really hard to bathe three young children alone at night, especially after a day of soccer camps and swimming lessons. I mean, they're tired. They're messy. They've had, you know, 15 lollipops just so I can get them in and out of the car. Well, just the baby at I that do, point. So bath time's probably my least favorite. Yeah, I like bath day. time. Yeah, I, I like don't. a good bath time. I so don't. that's that's a good team thing because I yeah. typically are you taking my picture right now? No, no, no. I'm oh, I'm okay. holding this. <laughs> I'm a, don't worry, you'll know what I'm taking. Um, yeah, so I clean the kitchen when you do bath time. So we knock out, we knock it out. Yeah, we're we're a pretty good balance in that way. I feel like um, much like our um, compatible yet different personalities, the tasks that we prefer to do at home sort of line up pretty well too. Johnny wants to know, how do you kill the life game? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, 
my friend Johnny listened to the last episode. He's like, I, your husband sounds really cool. I was like, you're more than welcome to come and hang out with him. Give me a little girls night. You guys can take over, have so a couple of beers. It seems like you He's got awesome. a number of those. Kill the life game. Like meaning like you're a badass. Like you, how do you, like how do you, how are you, how you, how you killing it so hard? I don't know. I just say like somebody's got to be me. Yeah? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I feel bad for me right now just sitting here taking this abuse. How is it running a bit? Ooh, this, this is a hot button topic. How is it being in uh, a business working at the same place as your siblings, pros and cons? Do you want to answer this? Yeah. I mean, it's good for me, but I certainly recognize that it wouldn't be good for a lot of people. Um, I think we have kind of a unique dynamic and a lot of it is that we do kind of separate things right. that are all complementary. So it's, I think if we were all three doing the same job, mm. it'd be a mess. And sometimes, I mean, it's, I think the hardest part is that we hang out a lot on the weekends too. And if, if there's a tense few days at work, it's not like on Saturday when you get together to hang out or on Sunday for a barbecue or whatever. I mean, you're still, the work stuff is still there too, but so it's finding a, you know, kind of reserving work, stuff for the work week and then still being you know friends and brothers you know it is kind of like a relate it's like a relationship any type of relationship when you complement each other and you're not like treading on each other's territory it seems to work well yeah i mean i so i was in private practice for 12 years or 10 or 12 years something like that so i'm fairly new to somewhat new to being in the business day to day and managing employees and things like that it's just it's there's more to it than i had assumed and it's you know employees are really something yeah yeah it's hard to be a boss i wouldn't want to do that i'm a boss of just myself and i can be as disorganized as i want i tend to be uh i'm i'm late for many things but you're not disappointed when you're letting yourself down you're just like you know what sonny you get another pass. Going back to Johnny for a second, if I ever had my own podcast, I think I'd call it Killing the Life Game. You, oh my God, you, I can't with you right now. <laughs> he says as he smiles at himself. Listen, you, you're all right, all right? You're pretty good, <laughs> but you wouldn't kill it at the life game if it weren't for me over here, right? Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, um, let's talk about one other question was, what is your tips for getting through crazy night times with kids because I feel like this is something we talk about with moms a lot like I've talked a lot about with nursing the kids like it, you're expected to get up you're expected to do the feedings and whatever but guys for some reason like I know modern dads are much better than generations past but still for some reason it doesn't really tend to fall on you so like what's your tip for a new dad out there. Yeah, I don't have any tips other than it just sucks and that you just got to kind of grind through it and it does get better. And it is true, at least I found it is true, that when it's over or when you have a little space, you don't remember it very much. Mm -hmm. I mean, you are aware of the fact that you, but I mean, we're kind of on the tail end of it, but that's, I mean, not to marginalize what we, I mean, because it's really been like six years of it. Yeah. And all of our time. kids have been to varying degrees like bad sleepers, or at least they've never yeah. all three been good at the same time. So yeah. you only need one of them getting up to ruin the whole thing. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like this last really couple weeks is um, kind of the first time that we've consistently like gotten pretty good sleep. And I've still, you know, wake up in a different bed every morning, <laughs> but literally 95% of the time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because our kids come down and there's technically enough space, but as 
most kids do, they come in and sleep perpendicular to you. So whatever space is just completely negated because there's a foot in your throat yeah. or something by yeah. the time you you get comfy. Yeah, I don't have. I guess I don't have any tips on. I I would, you know, I can't say I've never like taken a little snoozer at work, but again, <laughs> that's back to like. <laughs> Owning your own business, you? so I would, I'm not going to suggest to like some guy working at Starbucks to like not offer a little bit, but um, but yeah, I mean, it just just kind of keep you know grind your way through it. It gets better at some point, and hopefully, it's sooner. Yeah, I mean, and it does just vary wildly depending on like how much your kid is sleeping. I don't like to say how well because I feel like babies are supposed to not be great sleepers. They're they're immature they're you know not meaning personality wise but you know their brains are immature everything is developing and changing so I kind of hate when people are like oh she's a bad sleeper well babies are supposed to be bad sleepers anyway um but yeah it does depend on how your baby sleeps naturally and what their patterns are but don't you feel like um like serious talk for a second that the first few years of our kids lives they were hard on us as a for couple sure. for a, yeah. a, that being a big part of it like you start to lose sleep on a regular basis and i honestly feel like you stop acting like yourself yeah it's a actually it is a form of torture right mm-hmm. like yeah so it's and we've talked about this before too for me a lot of times it's like it's one thing if you go to bed at whatever 10 o'clock and you know you're going to be up from two to four or whatever or you're going to be up for the night at you know four forty-five or whatever the case may be it's the total unknowing when you go mm-hmm. to sleep to me is like, it's, you know, it's, I don't, you know, terrifying seems a little dramatic, but it's like, oh man, I have no idea what, what tonight's going to look like. And that is hard to kind of plan around. Do you feel so. like you lost, this is going to sound a little more negative than I intend for it to come across, but I can't think of another term. Do you feel like you lost a little bit of yourself when you have kids? We women talk about this a lot about how our personalities change, our bodies change, everything changes, but men don't often talk about that. Like, do you feel different? My body has changed. <laughs> you're, in, you're in pretty good shape right now, actually. So, yes, your body has changed for the better. But no, mentally, obviously. No, I don't feel like I've lo- like I lost my... I do think you start to have perspective on the fact that you're living your life for... Really, for your kids and for your family more than you were for yourself. I think that's... But to me, that's more like finding something than losing it. It's just how quickly you come to that realization. And But, I mean, I, I understand people feeling like... I mean, it is hard. I mean, like we look back on the days we had when, I mean, I honestly have no idea what I'd do on a Saturday or Sunday before we had kids. Like I have no idea um, when you think about how active and constant our weekends are now, you mm-hmm. know, it's, mm-hmm. so it's just, it feels, it's just different, but it's a lot of fun, but it's just, it's, it's crazy for sure. Yeah, You are someone too, who has always been very, um, like uh, very decisive about how you spend your time, who you spend it with. You're very particular. It's not like you before kids, you were just floating through and whatever. I mean, like, so I think that was that was hard for you in that way. And I'm saying this as an outsider, but obviously someone who knows you very well. Um, I feel like that was a big thing for you, not owning your time anymore. And like, just um, like you said, being at the whim of another person. And like I saw from an outsider perspective, outsider's perspective, how that, how that kind of messed with you yeah i guess i never i haven't given it a ton of thought but because there are kids you know and i just but you do what you have to do yeah Yeah. um so okay this article came out and um i want to get your thoughts john legend we know john legend is came out recently and said that um he's kind of po'd because his wife 
Chris Teigen ends up getting criticized a ton on social media for all their parenting decisions when in reality they're making those decisions together. So he's saying, um, why all the mom shaming? There's no dad shaming. Um, funny there's no dad shaming. When both of us go out to dinner, shame both of us so Chrissy doesn't have to take it all. So what happened was they went out to dinner right after having a baby and people just crapped on her for leaving a newborn because internet people are the worst. And he's like, listen, why aren't you throwing some of that shade at me? What do you think about that? Do you feel yeah. like dads get the same amount of... Probably not. But then I'm like, well, don't like put your whole life on social media and then people have no <laughs> idea if you're at dinner or not. So yeah. it's like, I want my life to be on display, but I don't want people to talk about it. It's like, well, then don't put it on display and then people don't have anything to talk about. It's true. I do put, a, not a lot. I put some of my life out there. Yeah, you but... Know, there, there is a line though, and I think that's a good point. Like we're in a stage now where we're sharing so much as parents. You have to be, you have to be careful about what it is you want to live forever. So you can be a mom blogger and share stories that are generally about parenting or sleep deprivation or you know potty training, something like that. Or you can be a mom blogger or a writer who shares really specific details about each child and what they're going through. And there is a line, there's a fine line. So when yeah. people look at our group of our generation years from now, I hope there's some distinction between, you know, the mom who literally took pictures of her kid potty training versus the mom who was talking sort of in more general terms. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to say this about Chrissy Teigen and John Legend necessarily, but I feel like most of these celebrities and internet folks or whatever, you know, if they put something on, on Instagram and it got no likes or no reaction, they'd be more offended than it's, it's just a delicate balance. It's like you want it out there, you want attention, you want feedback, you want hits, but you also want it to be exactly what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can't, I mean, I don't, you remind me of that a, a lot. When I put something out there that gets a mixed reaction, my little viral piece, you were like, listen, you, that's what happens. Yeah when you share yeah, you have the right not to <clears throat> post anything and that's and nobody's going to come after you proactively and criticize your lifestyle if you're not putting it out there so it's i mean what do you what do you want you can't you can't put it all on display and then be upset that people have an opinion about it and i i mean people are you know back to the andrew segment i can't repeat it because we're at the three, <laughs> three you hit limit. the quote the swear word quota <laughs> Yeah, but you have to change my rating to explicit. Yeah, just you can't expect people to act any differently than they otherwise would. Yeah, I feel like we're going to really have to have a, com a very serious conversation with our kids in this generation about like what they want to live on because um, it's a totally different ballgame. We were growing up and none of what we did was like memorialized on the internet, you know, thank God. I feel like five <clears throat> years from now, there's going to be a significant retraction from the way things are now i think people are going to go away from all the social media mm -hmm. i think normal you know non-smartphones are going to come back the flip phone yeah the flip phone you know motorola is already talking about bringing back the razor and the pebble and some of these old phones and i think we'll all be better for it because i think historically we'll look back on this period of our life and be like what in the world were you people all doing i really do do you there is value in um you know, sharing our stories, I always say this, this is like kind of what inspires my work, to, to feel a little less alone, or motherhood is such a freaking giant experience that you do have to have somewhere to turn. So yeah. it serves a purpose in that way, but I do think you're right. I think the trend is to go more analog. I think that we're starting to see the impact already of like sharing too much. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not talking <laughs> about sharing your stories. I'm talking about, you know, the, what the majority of people do, which is, you know, manufacturing this, curated image mm -hmm. of their life 
and putting it out there and it's all you know you, you go out to you know we've been on trips and like the ladies and I guess the guys to a lesser extent you guys do everything just so you can take pictures of it and post it and then the first thing everyone wants to do is look at the picture how do they look and then reposting it and filters and tagging and all this stuff and I'm just like for, for what really I mean you're just is it for yourself is it for other people to th- I mean nobody's life is the way they portray it on Instagram no it's not and you know it's it's up to people who are curating that content to be sort of judicious about what they put out there and there are feeds there are people who fall squarely under the aspirational umbrella and they want to be that they want to um, project a life of inspiration of aspiration and those people are out there and you know what they tend to like do really well because people like a pretty picture on their feed and then there's the other end of the spectrum where you have the people who are just putting out you know the hashtag no filter and stuff so there's there's like everything in life like sort of a like a balance that I feel like you have to keep because right. no one wants to see that. Can we get um, Andrew's big thoughts on dot, dot, dot? <laughs> I love when I ask your thoughts on this one. Facebook status updates about people's marriages. What are Andrew's big thoughts on people who vote? I love my wife. <laughs> I just, I never understood it. The, um, you know, like, wishing your wife happy anniversary on your Facebook feed. It's like, what? Did you not see her this morning or you can't contact her directly? It's like, it's just very strange to me. It's like, whoa. Have you ever done that with me? No, of course not. You know what? To be honest, it'd be nice to get a little social media shout out once in a while, but you don't have social media. I don't have social media. (laughs) I'm actually really grateful for that. Um, Yeah, you have I could like email everyone in my contacts and be like, today's my anniversary. (laughs) I love my wife. I just, I don't understand. It's like, yeah, I love my wife so much, so much more than you love yours. She's, you know, and then the old, um, my husband is so hot. Oh my God. I'm like, oh, (laughs) you know who does it. I guess we all have a few friends who, you know, what, I'm glad you think your spouse is hot to try. What if somebody was like, my wife's not nearly as attractive as she used to be. Oh my. (laughs) What's the difference, really? It's like, it's not, nobody cares and it's not for anyone else's consumption really either it's the strangest thing well i was thinking back to to like the moments that would have been most embarrassing for us growing up that would have been captured on social media like what is the one period we both went to high school in the 90s and unlike kids today we went through awkward phases because we didn't have you know flat irons and curling irons widely available and we had braces and goofy hair and like we didn't have youtube tutorials on how to put on makeup like what's the most embarrassing (laughs) stage or phase you would you you can remember to have been captured on social media was it your braces phase no i mean i <laughs> were you killing it at the life game, at the life <laughs> game. <laughs> you were not by i have sc- seen pictures of your big old teeth when you were like 12 i was good by high school probably like middle school oh my lord you know can you imagine literally i mean i think about I used to dry my hair, and like I said, there was no fancy styling tools back then, at least widely available. And I would end up, because I have curly hair with this like triangle, it would start at the top of my head and just like go right out. And I would yeah, look I've at this. <laughs> would we date in high school? <laughs> I was like <laughs> 90. One of your favorite hypos. I don't know how many times you've asked me that. Oh, we have a game that we play called Hypo and uh, Deal Breaker. We should do a whole episode on this. So, Hypo is like hypothetically, obviously, hypothetically speaking, would you blah, blah, blah. So, we, we do hypos all day, and then we also do. Deal breakers, which is, um, you know, Andrew's like, what if I did this on our first date? Deal breaker. And it usually involves him like grabbing my ass. I'm I'm astounded by some of the stuff you're okay with. Like (laughs) astounded. But if it's anything like, oh, I drive a big truck. You're like, 
I'm out. <laughs> I said, listen, I don't mean to offend anyone if you drive a truck with like big old wheels, but like it does not float my boat. He's like, okay, so I pull up with like a monster <laughs> truck with truck nuts hanging off the back and you know, hydraulics. I'm like, deal breaker. He's no, like, really? The truck deal nuts breaker. wouldn't have mattered. If truck I just nuts said, are an automatic deal breaker. Nuts with a Z. Yeah, but you're like, nuts. you would not have even gotten in the, in the car. I probably wouldn't have. It doesn't do it for me. I'm sure there are some girls who like love a big old truck. And I mean, a, a truck is nice, but like not that, you know, but yeah. it's our favorite, one of our favorite pastimes to come up with things, potentially offensive things that you could say or do on our first date that would have been, yeah. would have been a deal breaker. Deal breaker is a good one. Um, I have to ask you about this uh, because the, the ones who know you well, at least through my social media accounts, want to talk about your well-known among our inner circle shopping addiction. <laughs> is that well-known? <laughs> well Amongst your family and friends, it, it is. So, Andrew, okay, let me just tell my version of the story. He's, he's cooking up. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> so, typically, when you think in a relationship of, like, who the big shopper would be, you'd be like, oh, it's the woman. You know, in a hetero relationship, you're like, okay, she's the big shopper. Oh, my gosh, my wife yeah, spends so much money today. You, I'm not a big okay. shopper, right. for the record. I mean, I'm not, like, a small shopper, but I'm not, I'm not buying new clothes every day. But Andrew has this habit where... <laughs> Would you call yourself a shoe collector, a sneaker collector, or like an, an aficionado? Like, what's the proper term? Because yeah. we get sneaker about eight head. shipments sneaker a sneakerhead, like probably like four times a week. And how many? I would say like four times a week on a busy week, oh, at I, least two okay. a week. I thought you said eight shipments four times a week. Oh no! Did I say that? I don't know. I don't know. It's been a long day. Um, but yeah, you, and you have the cycle where you return them. <laughs> Tell everybody what you do. So we get this box of sneakers. He gets home like, "Here's your shipments for today, honey," and they're all inevitably sneakers. And he opens them up and you hold them up. And you, <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? You're just like it's the. I don't. I literally chase you around the house like, "Hey, look at these shoes. Do you like them? Do you like them?" And you're like, "Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. I'm How? like, just look. I mean, how many times can they are? I, I, they're a sneaker. I don't know. I, I don't have like a discerning eye. And you're like, this is the like number four Kobe. And it was like, what are some like what are some descriptors Kobe. here? <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> like he's like, you know, this is the one that he wore at the game where he like ripped his Achilles heel and they're really like popular. Because they're gonna go back up on sale. Like I can sell them. I can turn them for like another fifty bucks. I'm like, you know, if it's worth it to you. Do we? Yeah. I don't want people to think I'm a big Kobe guy. I used to hate Kobe Bryant, and now I kind of I kind of like him. But I do like playing. You like him since he like retired. Yeah, I like him. I like to. Yeah. True or false? You. But there's a bunch of Kobe haters that say that his whole persona, his last two or three years of his career, when he was clearly done after basically after his Achilles injury, shout out Kevin Durant, but <laughs> that that he was just creating this image of himself for his post career life, which would match up with the earlier version of Kobe quite well. But like you, you have a backstory. I a backstory on every shoe. It's insane, right? Yeah, I mean, I like them, <laughs> and I don't wear a lot of them, and I sell some of them, and I return some of them. So it's, you know, I don't know. You know, it's like whenever I'm with other people, I ask them the stuff that they are into because, like, you know, people who golf or people who like wine or, you know, whatever else is like. I, whenever I find out, like people who are spending like a stupid money on stuff I'm not into, it makes me feel a lot better about my <laughs> hobbies because I'm like, okay, I like to buy and sell and return, and return shoes. So like, how bad can that be? The cycle of returns <clears throat> is 
astonishing. I mean, what if I said like every Saturday I'm going to go golf for six hours and no, I come get back it. drunk and sunburned <laughs> and spend thousands of dollars at it in the process? You're going to be like, will you just yeah, buy shoes you know, instead? Yeah. I'm, I'm. Listen, honey, I am grateful for your addiction, like for the type of addiction you have. But it's um, let's be real. You got banned from Nike.com because you were returning. To it was Nike. kind of a snafu. But it was, it was, here it was not again, snafu. like he was we, banned. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me talk at Nike for a second because we've already spoken to Netflix. Nike <laughs> Nike has made the decision that they don't want to have retail stores because it's <clears throat> less expensive for them to just have a robust online platform, right, right? Right. So as part of that process, they offer you know free returns for up to 30 days, whether the shoes are worn or not. And the thought is people don't have the opportunity to try these shoes on in the store like they used to. And... Um, and so we're going to let them return them if they don't if they don't like the shoes. So that, I'm not abusing the system. It works out well for Nike not to have to pay rent on Fifth Avenue like they used to. And, right. You They're know, just making all their money off of um, the shoes you forget to return. The, yeah. Well, I'd never forget. But that's true. Um, well, babe, it's been it's been fun having you back. Is there Is anything that it? else? Well, it's you have a call in 15 minutes. Oh, I don't yeah. want to. Okay. I know I don't want to like cut into your paying job time. Yeah. Anything else you would like to add? Any questions you have for the host today? It'd be happy to be completely transparent. Oh, yes. You. That's the other thing. You told me I need to have some good questions for you. No, not good questions. I said don't feel <laughs> scared to like, you know, just talk. We could save these for part three because I can <laughs> take the call in my car, but oh, I do okay. need to be downstairs in like 10. I just saw the time. <clears throat> what, who would your, um, since you, I've already been on twice, who would your dream podcast guest <sighs> be? You know, I can't think quickly enough to answer that. Um, I would like, um, like, I like Michelle Obama on. I feel like she's a really intelligent woman who's very inspirational. Would you go Michelle over Barack? Uh, oh, that's a hard. Uh, I would want them both. If I had to pick, I, I would probably choose Michelle because you know why? She's a little less. Uh, she's not a politician, and I feel like you you can access people who don't practice that much on a much deeper level than you can people who like know how to play a mic you know what I mean um yeah yeah I think I would I think I would get her let's say you had not gone into tv news out of college and you weren't doing what you were doing now but you need to find gainful employment like if tomorrow someone was like oh you need to go get a, a job a real job, a real job. <laughs> Not one that pays you in fits and spurts over a period of six months. Not an expensive hobby. <clears throat> no, I make money just not a room. We're working on that, babe. Uh, you know, I would actually love to have been a teacher. My dad was a teacher and a coach for 30 years. I love... Um, like I a, love, like I a like, high school teacher? Probably. I don't know. I never really thought about it. I, I always thought elementary in my head, but um, I like the idea of reaching people. I feel like that's what... a appealed to me about news was being of use to someone in a meaningful way, like delivering information or helping guide them in some way. That's kind of at the root of this too, like this podcasting and blogging. I'm, I'm always offering something up. I like to think I'm not one of those, I'm not a blogger who's just like, oh, look at my life, look at my kids, look at my, look at my, I mean, you may see some of that, but there's always usefulness there. There's always a tip to take away. There's always something that can kind of point you in the other direction. So shout out to all the teachers, by the For way. For sure. Yeah. yeah and, every, and you're not, you're not paid enough to uh, deal with what you deal with every day. They're amazing. Love, love a teacher. Yeah, for sure. You know, the other stressful thing about being on this podcast <laughs> is you're like, don't be afraid if something you're saying sucks, we can just cut it out. <laughs> it's, like, it's actually like a lot of pressure Babe, when you're talking. It's I like, know. What do you, th let me ask you this. What do you think now that you've sat behind the microphone, a hot mic twice now? You've, you've been on air 
a total of like, you know, an hour and a half, like at least two podcasts combined. And this is like full on nonstop, no commercial breaks kind of stuff. What do you think? Isn't it, isn't it kind of a rush? I mean, I guess. Yeah. yeah I don't it's, know. it's fun. Yeah. You do a nice job at like keeping it going. You're very talented. Oh, babe. You have That's a good so way sweet. of getting people. We <laughs> you're laughing, which means you're going to say something crappy. Go ahead. You <laughs> this is going to be an embarrassing like a, story. Go ahead. Yeah, you just have a way of asking people questions, and you can even ask like, like we were at a party not too long ago, and you know somebody we were talking to had had a loved one who had passed away, and you'd think it's like a sensitive topic that they wouldn't want to talk about, and then you just keep talking and keep asking questions. You're like, man, that must have been a horrible day. And I was like, are you really doing this right now? Here's the thing. I, I, and, it off, and it went over well because I'm genuinely interested in people. You always laugh because I'm the one. I will get to know the ticket agent at the airport. I will get to know the barista at Starbucks. I would, like people, I, people know me and I know them because I ask a lot of questions. Well, yeah. That's if in my somebody nature. comes to a table and <laughs> is like, would you like some more water? I will say yes. And then that's <laughs> the end of it. And for some reason, when they ask you that, they end up standing there for seven minutes and talking about stuff. Story. And it's like, oh, my God. Don't you love it? Don't you love hearing um, people's stories, though? Or is that the corny? I believe that our stories have meaning. You are such a jerk. Okay. So my Facebook page, my professional Facebook page, I shot like a banner video. Because I love it. He likes to make fun of it. And it's all about I watch it three me. times a week, every yeah, week. It's pretty, you know, it's, it's pretty well it's done. So little kids when they were babies. It's very cute. It's very sweet. But I like people. I do. And you always laugh at me because we'll, I'm trying to think of a couple places we've been recently that um, like I know people by name. I know backstories. I know families. But I do. I, I feel like I have a genuine interest in people. And more people could stand to be interested in other people, no, by the way, sure. in this world. You know? I was thinking about you the other day because I was watching something. <laughs> This is probably a little harsh for me, but the guy's like, you know what? The difference between you and me, you like everyone until they prove, prove you otherwise, and I hate everyone until they prove <laughs> you otherwise. It's like, Bingo. that's not quite <laughs> you don't me, need, you but don't yeah, it's something closer to that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's the yin and the yang. It's a good balance for sure. Yeah. You've been a fabulous guest. Thank you. I see a big future for you. Um, we are going to brand Andrew's big thoughts on dot 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 and we're going to come up with topics we're going to come up with a whole new round of deal breakers all the crazy stuff <laughs> are you saying i'm going to be back on a yeah. third time yeah babe i told you um this was the most popular episode by threefold P- the world wants andrew the world will so you get need andrew. you need me is what I you're need, saying <laughs> i need you baby i'm not afraid to say it oh by the way we were <laughs> we were looking at some analytics on my site before we came in tell everybody what the one of the top search terms to get to my website was sunny about a divorce <laughs> and what did you say wishful thinking not for me though i know he said that and i was like you a-hole and he's like not for me like people are like oh is it happening has it happened oh my gosh nope Andrew Abada. Oh my gosh, that's a whole nother story. Sorry about that. Someone called you by the wrong last name. Like Andrew times. goes, uh, that's not how it works. <laughs> what can I say? When you come back to my hometown of Pittsburgh, people are <laughs> people know my family and they just kinda, you know, they they assigned you the wrong last name. I'm sorry about that. Um, but you're awesome. So I would tell everybody where to follow you, but I am thankful to the heavens above that you don't have any social media accounts. So this whole part where I usually pimp people out. Don't even worry about it. Killing the Life Game podcast. Killing the Life Game. Babe, we're going to get you all set up. <laughs> Tell people where they can follow me. Do you know what my channels are? At Sunny Abada <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Uh-huh. You do, do you tweet still? I tweet. I, I fire off an angry tweet probably uh, two or three times a week. Sunny Abada on Facebook. Mm-hmm. SunnyAbada.com. You got it. Also, Sunny.me. 
So, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Any, any parting words, babe? No, any parting advice it. for all I'm the... Good. Okay, it's good. I'm good. <laughs> He's like, I gotta go. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Ugh, that was fun. I'm a little, I'm a little tired. I gotta say, Andrew is much harder of an interviewer than I thought he would be. Um, I will bring him back, by the way. I feel like Andrew's thoughts on is going to be a blockbuster franchise. Andrew's big thoughts on. So I'll make sure to pick up a whole bunch of hot button topics so we can hear him pop off on things like politics and entertainment. Let me tell you something. You haven't heard anything until you heard an Andrew Rampage on one of the above. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. It's so fun having him in studio. Um, as Andrew mentioned, follow me at Sunny Nevada. I would be so grateful too, by the way, if you took a few minutes to leave a rating and or review that helps to um, get this podcast out to more people who might find it entertaining or useful in some way. So just hop on over um, leave your rating and review and I will see you guys next week with much more thank you so much for listening to 30 something see you guys next time